0: Hello everybody. It is Saturday, September 23rd, and this is your podcast host, Ken Navarro, with the second podcast for the making of my new CD, The Meeting Place. Uh, It's about one o'clock in the afternoon, East Coast time, and uh, the last podcast I did, the first podcast in this series, was on August 1st, Um, and uh, a lot has happened between now and And then it's been like about seven weeks and um, yesterday I completed the final day of recording all the different players all the different instruments including myself Uh, and so today I'm just kind of taking a pause Uh, I have to travel uh, in a couple days to um, uh, the Midwest uh, to do a concert and a workshop at a university, and then I'm gonna come back and launch right into the mixing of all the music. But I've recorded all the parts now, (laughs) so it's been a lot of work, uh, but it's been a tremendously rewarding experience, and the music, I just couldn't be happier with how this album is coming out. I'm extremely excited about it, and uh, there's there's a lot of new and different directions on the CD, uh, some of which will um, really surprise some people. Um, and just everything I'm really proud of. Um, so anyway, let me get into explaining what I've done. Um, and what's happened since the first podcast, uh, seven weeks ago, first off, most of August was taken up with me and Jay Rowe, my keyboardist doing what I guess you'd call pre-production via email. Uh, I had sent him the demos of all the songs and, um, he was doing all kinds of keyboard orchestrations, everything from brass sections to strings to sitars to the more traditional things like Fender Rhodes um, and, and acoustic piano parts, and all this from his studio in Connecticut. Um, then I would give him feedback on what was working. I'd take the parts, edit them. Um, I, I'd, as I say, I'd give him ideas of where he could go next, what was working for me, what wasn't working, and, uh, and we worked like that um, for the better part of August. Uh, near the very end of August, I spent about four or five days in, in my studio just recording all kinds of supporting guitar parts, also mandolin. There's even banjo on one song, if you can believe that. Uh, it really works great, by the way, I have to tell you. Uh, it, it's not as surprising as it sounds. But uh, I had all my guitars out for about four or five days, and I wasn't playing any of the melodies or any of the solos. I was just playing um, all kinds of electric background parts, acoustic uh, strumming parts, uh, mandolin parts, like I say, um, and uh, just a real wide variety of things to go with many of the orchestral keyboard parts that Jay and I had come up with uh, the four weeks before. So the day before... The, the recording sessions with all the musicians started, I was just finishing up um, that phase of, of, of the pre-production involving or- orchestral keyboard-type parts. And by orchestral, I don't mean, <clears throat> you know, classical. I just mean uh, creating a soundscape, if, if you will, uh, with keyboards and with guitars around the rhythm section and the melody parts that were still to be put in. So anyway... Uh, the following Monday of doing all that, uh, September 4th, which was Labor Day, uh, we actually did work on Labor Day. I had to call the players to make sure they realized we really were going to work that day. Um, but uh, Gary Granger, uh, a bass player, uh, Blues Web drummer, uh, Kevin Prince, percussionist, and Jay Rowe all came uh, to my studio that day. And we worked for the next three days recording um, all of their parts uh, they basically played to m- many of the tracks that we had already done, including my demo um, guitar parts, you know, with all the melodies and stuff. Um, and, um, and we just worked really hard for three days and, uh, and got everything done for the bass, the drums, the percussion, at least as it relates to the conga and the bongo type parts, um, which... By the way, they work best if you record them with the drums at the same time. So the two players can really hear themselves and understand what they're both doing. Um, and we also recorded Jay's basic piano part or acoustic piano or electric piano, whatever it was, for each song, um, uh, you know, while the pre production. Um, uh, keyboard arrangement parts and the guitar arrangement parts played with the band um, by the computer. So anyway, um, I hope this isn't too complicated, but that, that's how we did it. And then um, Gary and Blues and Kevin were done as of Wednesday. Jay and I worked all the rest of Wednesday and Thursday and Friday redoing and replaying many of the parts that we'd done in pre-production, making them better coming up with the best sounds we could, and even playing some parts we hadn't even thought of before. Um, And then I had to go to Detroit and do a show, and uh, Jay had to go back to Connecticut and work there. And then we met up at the airport Monday, 9-11. I had to actually fly in 9-11, which was, you know, okay. (laughs) I made it home, as did everybody else. Um, And Jay and I met Jay at the airport, and we went right to work, finished up uh, the next uh, two and a half days all of his remaining orchestral keyboard parts. Then the next day after that, we're now like about September, I guess we're talking about September 15th. Kevin Prince, the percussionist, came back, and he played all kinds of other kinds of percussion parts on the songs, things like wood blocks, claves, tambourines, shakers, special kinds of sounds like his rain stick and some other um, things. And we did that for a day um, wherever that worked. And then I went the next day right to work for eight straight days doing nothing but recording all of my melodic guitar parts. It was really an amazing eight days for me. I played and played and played. I probably played the guitar 10 to 12 hours every single day for eight days straight, recording when it felt right, when I felt ready um, uh, with a particular song that I was working on, and um, but I just, I really felt good about what I played. There's a lot of solos on this CD. There's some really uh, strong electric guitar solos. Um, and, uh, you know, we did a, we did a, um, a version of Pat Metheny's great but very difficult complex tune called Lakes. And I was really, I was nervous about that one because I really wanted to, to improvise a great solo to it. And I feel really good about uh, what I did. Uh, so anyway, and then finally, yesterday on Friday, Rob Holmes um, came with his saxophones. And we spent about nine hours re-recording all his sax parts. Um, he had played on all the songs for the demo versions. Uh, but I, you know, he was basically just sight reading when he came and did that. And so now he had he had lived with the music with the you know, for about um, two months. And and he came in and we just really took our time and and he just played great. He, he was really a joy not only to to work with, but just to listen to. And um, we really we really had a got got the icing on the cake with all of his sax work. He ended up playing on nine of the songs, which is which is quite a bit. So um, anyway, so that's where we stand um, like I say, you know, today is my day where I just trying to catch up with things. I, i really feel like I've just been, been living in a vacuum of my studio for, for the last, uh, uh four weeks. It feels pretty good to do something else. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what I want to do now is play you about a minute, minute and a half excerpt from one of the songs on the new CD. Uh, this is a song called, did you hear that? And uh, it, um, I'm going to play you the part of the song that features an electric guitar solo that I that I really feel um, yeah, it, it came off really well. This is just a rough mix. It's all the parts, but they're just going to be kind of mushed together. Um, it, it may sound pretty good to some people. To me, it sounds pretty rough. But it'll give you an idea of of, of some uh, another idea of some more of the music. Uh, by the way, if you listen to the first podcast, you heard an excerpt of the demo of Lucky, which is the lead off song on the CD. This, this song, did you hear that will be the second song. Um, and, uh, though you're going to hear some of it now with all of the, Uh, real musicians on it. Bear in mind, it's a rough mix. It's going to sound way better when it's all uh, finished and and on the CD. But I wanted to share it with you now, let you know what the music sounds like at this point. So thanks for listening, you all, and uh, here's Did You Hear That. See you next time.